All right, enough. Come on, ladies, just admit it. You love a good facial. Oh, gross! Welcome to the Love and Sex Podcast. We're your hosts, Allison and Jeff Scott. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast platform, Coast to Coast, and around the world as we talk about sex and relationships. No topic is out of bounds, and along the way, we're going to share our own experiences, failures, and successes to help you live your best life. You're listening to the Love and Sex Podcast. I want to welcome you in with Allison and Jeff. And as always, I want to welcome you to the show as well, Allison. Thanks, Jeff. Hey, welcome, everyone. Before we jump in, as usual, head down to the show notes. Join the Love and Sex Podcast group on Facebook. Head over to Amazon, pick up your book, Seven Principles for Making Marriage or Any Relationship Work and Work Better. And of course, don't forget to go over to Pink Cherry where you can explore all the sexy items they have to offer. Great selection, great prices. Pick up some fun products for the bedroom today. Allison, we're talking about my favorite topic when it comes to the world of sex and pleasure, <laughs> and that is the facial. Your favorite topic? Yeah, probably one of them. So naughty. It is, but definitely something that, I don't know, we, we see it all the time in porn, right? I mean, that's really what we see a lot of in porn, right? It's called the money shot. That's how most scenes tend to end is with some kind of facial. It provides a great visual. I think there's a lot of sexiness associated with the facial. I think, and I've we've talked about this on previous shows, I think it's something that a lot of women look at as demeaning, and I think it's really the opposite. I think it's something that empowers women. I think they have all the control, I think they can, you know, make it something very sexy and fun and erotic. And I think that you were looking up some kind of research, if you will, on this portion of it, right, Allison? And, and you came across some articles written by other women who kind of shared this perspective. Yeah, there's varying perspectives. And I would agree with you that definitely some women find it to be demeaning degrading it's seems to be you know they're lying there enjoying their lovemaking and all of a sudden the guy jumps up and starts shooting their cum on their face um it's not for everyone right and some women i think would definitely do it like you know for their man they're doing it to please him because they know it's something that he enjoys even if they don't really enjoy it and i think probably women who enjoy cum who like swallow cum or are are less turned off by it, obviously, or less turned off by the facial. But it was interesting to see a lot of different perspectives on women who do like it and the reasons why. Yeah, you know, and I think it's always one of those things. I think everyone has a pretty definitive stance on this. Like you either, like speaking from the guy's perspective, right? It's like it can either be a big turn on if the woman swallows it, if she if she doesn't, I mean, if she just does the facial thing. To me, that's always been, I don't, I could care less about the whole swallowing thing. I that doesn't really do anything for me. I think the facial is sexy just because it's such a visual thing. And I guess there is like a taboo thing to it that comes with this topic. That's always kind of what's kind of been the turn on for me. But I just think it's interesting how there is such varying degrees of no, this is not okay. And yeah, like this is great. This is something that's fun to do in the bedroom. And I know, Allison, what you'll say 
It's not an everyday thing. Right? <laughs> We've talked about this in past shows. This is one of Alice's favorite expressions. There's just certain things, facials, anal, you know, certain things like that. They're just, they're fun to do at times, but it's not an everyday thing. It's not thing. an everyday thing. No, those are, those are on an occasion, special occasion or out of the blue or just when you're feeling it in the moment. But I think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about it being taboo. So I think swallowing is also taboo, right? That kind of like anal is taboo yeah. and some things that are a little bit out of the norm. But in porn, they don't swallow. And in porn, they don't ejaculate inside someone because you can't see it. There's nothing to watch. So you see it being, you know, shot on their face or whatever, or shot on their tongue. And there's something like erotic about that, something super sexy and something, you know, that really turns people on. So I think that's what makes it kind of that taboo piece is it's not for everyone, and things in porn just tend to be more taboo. <laughs> and also more exaggerated, too, right? Right. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, you can look at porn, right? And if, if you were to watch that, and if, if that's how you were to form your opinion of sex, which unfortunately many people do, and as we talked about in the, the whole porn episode, unfortunately this is where is watching porn good or bad, and we had a long discussion about that in that episode, and as long as you are not putting a hold on your life to everything, right, to sit home and watch porn, as long as you are not forming your sexual beliefs based on porn, then we're, I think we're pretty much all in agreement that it's an okay thing to do. It's healthy to do. It's, it's fun to watch with your partner uh, and do those types of things. But again, if you're forming your opinion based on what you see in porn and how the girl's react and beg for it in porn and all this that's just not realistic well it's entertainment right so it's just like anything else um it's supposed to provide enjoyment entertainment excitement and it's you know does turn people on obviously because it's sex but it's not supposed to be how you live your life just same as the movies where they drive fast cars or they you know have tons of money and they go to various things it's just it's entertainment so what else do you have on your list of things that you found while looking through the internet so it's funny because I, I did see something that was very in tune with what your opinion had always been. When we first started talking about facials and I was... You know, like you do. Like you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, because obviously we've shared before, we were very open and honest with each other about things that um, things that we enjoyed, things that we had fantasies of doing, things that, that we'd like to try. And, and facials obviously was something that you had shared was something that you enjoy. And it was not something that I was, you know, super comfortable with. It wasn't part of my my life previously. And I just didn't have a lot of experience with it. But you had kind of shared with me what you mentioned earlier, which was that you feel like it, the woman is actually in control, even though it, it would appear that it's the exact opposite. It's interesting because what I read was very in tune with what you had shared. You know, wh why does this turn a guy on? They're sexually attracted to you. They're sexually attracted to the person that they are having a sexual experience with, and they find their face sexually appealing, and that's where they want to come, the same they might way they might want to come in a vagina or come on an ass or come on boobs. It's a, it's a turn-on for them, and it's not a demeaning thing in any way. It's just that they find your face appealing the same way they find other body parts appealing, which I thought was interesting. So it's, al it's almost like, it, I mean, it's kind of animalistic and instinctual to some degree, right? Because it's like this, this sexual urge out of, desire and, and sexiness and all of those things. Right, and the exact opposite of what I think most women 
feel it is, which is it's not like to put you down or to like overpower you, although there is a little bit of dominance to it, right? Well, it can be a dominant act that you could include in like, a, you know, a, a BDSM session or some kind of dominance submission type session, right? So we could we could see that as being part of it. But I think also that has to be taken in context sort of because maybe you could do some sort of role play, right? Where maybe you are doing some kind of role play where you're you're really talking dirty and there's a little degrading going on and that might be something that the couple though is doing because they want to it's a consensual and desired act that they're both agreeing to and both consenting to but it can also be something that you do out of just pure sexiness like wow this is i find you super sexy and attractive and this is this turns me on not because i'm degrading you but it's because you're you're really going out there and like it's really hard to explain what the turn on is, but I know for me, there's like, there's nothing about it that's degrading. Yeah. And the article that I read um, basically was saying the same thing, but it was saying it to more of an extreme that beyond that, it was that if you found like someone's boobs attractive, that you may want to come on the boobs. But if you didn't find them attractive, you'd be less likely to want to do that. So you're finding this face attractive and the face is like very sexually appealing to you and you want to put your cum on that face. So it's kind of what you were saying, but to another extreme. I agree with you, though, like with the turn on piece, like the talking dirty and whatever. Like I know even when I start to like push the envelope with you a little bit and I even say the word my face, like you completely change. Like you can tell how <laughs> exciting it is for you. It's, I mean, it's, it's a rare thing, right? So it's it's probably very unexpected when you hear me say things like that. And it's a real turn on for you, which obviously makes the experience very enjoyable for me, too. The more turned on you are, the more enjoyable the experience is for me. Right. So, it, I mean, it, I get what you're saying. And, and that kind of heightens the in experience for everyone. And it's funny because, you know, you'll joke with me sometimes. Like sometimes during the day, we'll just be like, you did this to me yesterday. We were <laughs> driving around <laughs> and just, just out of the blue, like just to just to bust my balls. Just to look at me and be like, you know, what's a girl got to do around here to get a facial? <laughs> <laughs> I did do that. That's true. And I, as far as I'm concerned, that comment flies out. You know where we're you going. Know that night you know what's happening. You know what's happening. That's just like, okay, you've set the launch code. <laughs> that was just for shock value, but that was fun too. <laughs> so something else that came up in the research that I did, which I think is a little bit about that dominance thing, but in a, a more like loving type way, is that we've talked about this with anal, that in my opinion, anal, which seems very animalistic and very, you know, un, could be considered less lovey and less loving um, by someone that hasn't experienced it very much. For me, it takes such a high level of trust to get into that type of position and to, to allow somebody to have sex that way with me that it's like an extreme. It's the exact opposite of what people think it is. It's not just this random sex act. It's something that's full of trust, and that goes the same with the facial. You're completely accepting of your partner, and you're completely accepting of what they're going to do, and I just think that that's a kind of similar what you were talking about is just this level of trust is so high and the, the woman has that power without even realizing it. Yeah. And I think it's totally different when you start getting to that point where you're in a relationship where, you, you know, you, you trust your partner to be in those sexual situations. It's like a, a safe space and you know that what's going to be done. It's like you don't have to worry about something negative happening to you or something 
going off the rails. It's I, I, I don't know how else to explain it. Like that's how I kind of see it from from what you're saying. That's the thought that I have in my head. It's it's just a safe space. That's really the only way that I can really think to say it. But wh- what I think is interesting too when we start talking about these things is is that I think oral sex as a whole is what I find funny about it is and Allison, I'm sure you've known couples throughout your life too where you've heard this or maybe you know someone who knew someone, whatever, a friend of a friend. <laughs> but, right? <laughs> we all know that one. But there's there's always like one person that maybe's into giving their partner oral, but the the other person isn't. It's not something that they really do. But yet the person who doesn't do it expects it. And I always thought like, isn't that bullshit? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me either. And I don't know that I have firsthand experience with anyone that's ha- that's been in that situation, but I know that I have heard of people that have been in situations like that before. And it's like, to me, I, I look at it as like, okay, well, I know that during lovemaking, we've, we've had a time or two where you squirted and it got on my face. I wasn't complaining. Wow. I wasn't, oh my God, that was so degrading. <laughs> don't, ever, don't ever do that again. But no, in fact, you stopped to pat yourself on the back, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, if you could only see Allison in her imitation of me reaching back to pat myself on the back, right? She's like, you look like a kid on Christmas morning. You were so proud of yourself. Like, your face was just priceless. And I mean, you didn't actually pat yourself on the back, but that's what your face was saying. Like, oh my God, what did I just do? Like, I'm so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I don't think that's how it it really went but at any rate um thank you i mean that was just so (laughs) unexpected i appreciate that Uh, (laughs) but no but i i mean i do think that you know it is one of those things that if if you're in a if you're in a relationship like that or you know someone in a relationship like that that can be cause a lot of issues because if if you expect to get oral and you know you you expect that like hey I want to be able to come on my partner's face or I want you know or if you're the woman and you're like oh I expect you to you know lick my pussy and if I squirt on your face and I squirt on your face but I'm not gonna give you any kind of oral those are I think those start start to get a little crazy starts to get some issues in the relationship so I always always find that really interesting how you know it can be good for one but not the other and and i just feel like we see this a lot with oral sex and i think we see this a lot when it comes to this topic that we're talking about today and facials and all those good things i think facial is a little bit different though i think facial is an, is another step beyond oral sex and i i get your point that you know if you were performing oral and you know you then you may get come <laughs> in you on you you may get squirted on and that is a possibility but it, it's not a conscious act where the facial is a conscious act to put your cum there. So it's, it is a little bit different. And some people will do it only because they want to please their partner, but they're really not into it. Um, that was one of the Allison. things that came up. <laughs> that was one of the things that came up in my research. But it's, I mean, it's completely giving yourself to your partner, just kind of like I said with the anal, that it's, it's, you are putting all of your trust in them to, you know, take your face in their care where they squirt their load. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so while we're talking about this, you know, what's good for one is good for the other. There is one rule where that doesn't apply, and that is anal, which you just brought up. So keep the strap-ons. <laughs> You're not pegging me. 
We're not going to do that. I know that you do it, and that's wonderful, but we do have to draw the line somewhere. Anal is going to be the line that we draw. You say that now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I, just I kidding. I say that always. I'm just kidding. But that, but facials is, um, I don't know. It's it's definitely a, a fun, sexy thing, and uh, I think more couples should do it. What's weird though is that until you and I met, because I've never had a relationship with anyone where we've been so open and honest and discussing things, which you know you and I talk about all the time, and we obviously shared in this pod- podcast several times before. But I never really knew like what it meant to you like what it meant to the male partner I always assumed it was just a thing just a thing that happens in porn and just a place to shoot your load and just maybe it's degrading maybe not maybe it's somewhere in the middle but I never really understood like the male perspective because no one has ever really talked to me about it and I think that's probably common for other women they just assume what it means to their partner or, or what it means in general without ever having that conversation yeah, that's true. And I think what's interesting is that, of course, there's going to be guys out there who like it because they they do view it as degrading. And, you know, I mean, you you can't control that, though. I mean, you know, it's like anything in life, right? There's going to be women out there who like to do certain things in the bedroom because they feel it's degrading to the man. And some people get off. It's not that they just want to degrade their partner and treat them like shit, but some people get off on that that dominance aspect of it, right? So it it might translate into a degrading thing, but for them it turns into more of a dominance thing. And some people might just get off on degrading others, whether it's dominant or submissive or what it doesn't really matter to them. If they're degrading their partner, that's that's just a thing for them. That's what gets them going. So we're always going to find those people, but there's a lot of people out there, I think, like myself, who just look at this as a very sexy, erotic thing that you can do in the bedroom and it's not has nothing to do at all with degrading somebody or, or being dominant to somebody yeah I, I mean I think you're right the dominance piece definitely could come in and does come in um, and we talked a little bit about like the in the swinging world how um, when a man joins a couple so to form a threesome so it's two guys one girl oftentimes the husband takes himself out of the equation so it's the third the third guy the second guy but the third person in, in the in the group that is participating in the sex act with the wife and I was shocked that you know when I read about couples that have done this that that third guy the bull the the cuckold however you want to look at that scenario is allowed to give the woman a facial and that it's a totally wonderful feeling for the husband so right, it seems right. so strange to me but the whole thing is, is that the husband is like so proud that this is his wife. Like I have this wife who's so accepting, who will share the climax with an accepting partner. And it's like this pride thing, like this wonderful, like look look what's mine. And just a very interesting and very different from what I thought it would be. I thought it'd be the exact opposite. Like, okay, you can have sex with my wife and I can watch and you can do this, that, and the other, but that's completely off limits. And it turns out that's really not. And it's actually kind of common a little bit further down in the relationship, so they've met, met many times before, that that becomes like a really exciting thing for all of them. Yeah, that's that's one of the weird things. Like It's like you said, usually those types of things require some sort of trust building as well, just like you were talking right. about with even just you and your partner, right? It, it's something that happens after you have been together for a little bit of time and, and you form that, that trusting sexual connection. 
And so for people in the swinging world, if they bring someone else into their world, they're going to want to make sure that they're a good fit, like we've talked about in all the past episodes of swinging. And once they do form that bond, sometimes, you know, these couples will meet people once and they move on. They don't. And some people, you know, like to have someone who's kind of a repeating participant because they feel like, okay, we know this person's a fit. We trust them. And so we can let them into our world for whatever time frame we deem appropriate. But as that relationship develops, yeah, you might find that the couple is really into those types of things, right? The wife getting a facial from this stranger coming into the bedroom, so to speak. Other couples will be strictly, it's all condoms. There's no, nothing like that, right? You, you pull out, you, you know, you might be able to like pull the condom off and come on her, but not necessarily the face. So yeah. there's all sorts of different rules for different couples. Some couples, you know, want you to actually come in the wife's vagina. I mean, those are things that some other couples like too. So, um, some some husbands get off on the fact of having sex with her with cum inside right. of her. There's cum inside of her, right? Right. right. So, so there's all like different levels of that. Yeah, yeah. But that's interesting though about the facial piece because I also, you know, my opinion of it is that like anal, it's a very trusting type of experience. So it's interesting to see that part of that world. But you know what? Swinging can be very taboo, right? So this is just another layer of taboo, and maybe that couple. When they're together, they don't do those types of things. But when they're in their swinging world and they're with other partners and they're in different scenarios, maybe that's when these type of things occur. So, Which is really almost like a form of role play, but it's a much more advanced form of role play. But right. they, like you said, they might do things in a swinging situation that they may not do at home because it's almost like they get to step outside of their everyday personas and be this other person. 100%, right. And live this this fantasy life that they have in their mind like you know like I'm whatever, right? I like to be very sexually promiscuous, but I'm not like that every day, but we set up these little meetups where I can be that person, like I can be that porn star and act like that porn I star. I can be that porn star, right? Cuz you know the porn stars take it on the face. That's right. Yep. Mhm. I think you're right. And the butt. And everywhere. Yeah, true. Right. And and I think that's that's what we gotta be very careful with with porn, right? That's why we say all the time, don't let porn form your perspective or porn become your realization for what sex is, right? Because what we see is every girl who's willing to do everything and anything at any time. Right. <laughs> and that just doesn't exist. No. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? No. No, it doesn't exist. But nonetheless, these are things that uh, I just think it's really interesting. So we thought we would just spend a little time talking about this topic today. This is a very kind of impromptu topic that we thought we would discuss today. But it was just a really interesting one because we were just talking about it the other day. After my random comment in the yeah. car, we were like, hey, why don't we do something on facials? What's a girl got to do to get a facial around here? I can tell you. Make a comment like that. Pull over. <laughs> All right. So. Hey, that's today's topic, a little bit shorter than normal, but we thought we would talk about the good old world of facials and how much fun and sexiness can come from it in the bedroom. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know your thoughts on it, especially women out there. Is it something that you find degrading? Is it something that you find sexy, fun? Do you like to do it? Does it make you feel in charge or does it make you feel very submissive? Love to hear your thoughts on it. So join the Love and Sex Facebook group. Share your thoughts on facials and where you stand with that. Go over to Amazon, 
get your book, Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work, so you can communicate how much to your partner you want a facial, <laughs> how much you enjoy it, and go over to Pink Cherry where, you know what, if you haven't found this out, Pink Cherry has some dildos that actually ejaculate. So you could practice your facials <laughs> by getting one of those toys. What a great way to get used Imagine to it. Imagine that. And then when your husband or your boyfriend or your sexual partner or whatever they are to you, let them know. Like, you know, hey, I've been practicing. Let's give it a try tonight. Allison's looking at me like I got six heads. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's where we're going to end it because things are going off the rails quickly here. Thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate your time, as you know. And until the next episode, be safe and be kind. <laughs>